Forward Thinking Founders is sponsored by Seed Scout. Seed Scout is the common app for pre-seed and seed fundraises. If you are raising a seed round right now, go to seedscout.co, fill out our five-minute long common app, and once you complete it, we will send out your information to hundreds of VCs looking to invest in startups. And best of all, this is free for founders, so accelerate your fundraise. Go to seedscout.co, fill out our common app, and get intros to investors within a day or two. Now let's get into the show. What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kund, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Ali Murray who's the founder of Upchieve. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Great. How are you doing, Matt? So excited to be here. Yeah, I'm doing pretty well. I'm excited to be chatting with you. I'm doing well. Just, um, you know, just just chatting with founders all the time. Wouldn't have it any other way. Uh, but today we're ch- chatting about Upchieve. For people that haven't heard of your company, Upchieve, t- tell us, what are you working on? What's Upchieve? Yeah, absolutely. So Upchieve is a nonprofit. And we provide free online tutoring and college counseling to low-income high school students. So um, we're particularly unique in that we actually can connect students with live volunteer tutors um, in under five minutes. We're actually available 24-7 on demand. So tell me a little bit about maybe the user experience of potentially like both sides. So so if someone... Um, well, yeah, I mean, I'll just ask, like, you know, if someone wants to del- offer their services or offer help, h- how does that work? If someone, you know, wants help, wants to learn something new, ultimately, how are you able to get it so, so quick? Just walk me through a little bit of the how it works. Right. Yeah. So at its base, it's essentially a two-sided marketplace. The two sides, we have volunteers and we have students. On the volunteer side, um, the reason that people volunteer with us, one of the big reasons, obviously, a lot of them care about education and about helping low-income students succeed. But on top of that, our volunteer opportunity is really, really flexible and convenient. So the volunteers are essentially doing everything through the app. So they go through a screening process in app. They go through training courses. Um, They take certification quizzes and the subjects that they want to tutor students in. Um, And they even set up a schedule on a 24-7 calendar telling us when they want to be notified if a student needs their help. So all of it happens through the app. It's very convenient. And the volunteers are in complete control of when they work with a student, how, how much time they spend working with students in a given week or a given month. Um, And so that's one of the reasons we see volunteers really liking the platform. On the other side for students, so we're filling a huge gap in the availability of academic support 
especially late at night in students' homes. So for students, especially low-income students, a lot of them have, um, have limited access to support in their homes. 61% of low-income students have parents who have never been to college. And so for those students in particular, when they get stuck on their homework or they're working on their college app or their application essay, there's nobody in their home that can actually give them advice on those things or help them. And so that's where we come in, right? So we're actually available 24 seven, super simple for students to use. They choose a subject that they need help with um, and they go into what we call our virtual classroom. Depending on the subject they request, it looks a little different, but typically it has a text-based chat and a whiteboard, an interactive whiteboard. And so the student and the volunteer can, once they're paired, they can work together um, on the whiteboard and, and through the chat. Tell me a little bit about the origin story here. Kind of how'd you, how'd you get started with this and, um, and why'd you get started? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm happy to share. So um, interestingly enough, I actually have a personal connection to both sides, to both, both types of users on the platform. So I actually was a low-income student myself, and I also found it really hard to navigate um, the education system here in the United States. So I was raised by a single mom, um, and she wasn't able to help me apply to college because she hadn't done it here in the US. And so um, that made it really hard for me. I was a straight-A student in high school. Um, I actually did like math, which is pretty rare, but I didn't know what I was doing. And so I, um, I applied to community college, and from there, it actually took me six years to, to get my bachelor's degree. And so that was actually a very challenging um, experience for me. And then, you know, by the time I was an adult, reflecting back on it, I just remembered thinking that the experience was so much harder than it should have been for a student who is really motivated. Um, and so wanting to, to make it easier for, for students like me. Um, and then on the other side, on the volunteer side, so I always loved volunteering. I did a ton of community service throughout high school and college. And then I got my first real job after college working um, in finance on, on a trading floor. And I was working, you know, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. on a good day. And I couldn't find a way to fit volunteering into my, my life. And I actually really wanted to find a way to tutor students, help with math, um, especially low-income students, uh, minority students like me, and I couldn't find any opportunities online. And so that was when it clicked for me that, that there were definitely lots of students who needed that help late at night in their homes. And there were also lots of young professionals who would help and actually really wanted to, but couldn't find a way to fit it into their schedule. I appreciate you sharing that. And, you know, I feel like with, with, with something like this, that there's a lot to do is it's a, there's a lot to work on. There's a lot of sides to it. So kind of leads yeah. me to my, to, to, to wonder, you know, what do you spend your time on as you work on this? When you wake up, you know, you, you look at your calendar, what's on it and, and what's your average day look like? Absolutely. So yeah, there's a lot of work to, um, to this. You're right. It's, it's a little complicated, which I think is generally not a good sign for a startup, right? If, if it seems complicated. Um, but, but yeah, so, I mean, the first piece is obviously our technology. So we, um, I myself do not write much of the code anymore. Um, I did it a little bit more than I used to do in the past, but we have a CTO and two engineers now, which is really exciting. Um, but I used to do a lot on, you know, managing on the engineering side. I'm still essentially the product manager. So I spend a decent amount of time on that. 
Um, so we have to build the platform, make sure the platform works and, and continues to improve and, and you know, really refine it to, um, to reach product market fit on, on both sides. Um, and then we also do a lot around partnerships. So we work with schools, we work with nonprofits um, to essentially get the word out to students and that's something that I've been pretty involved in. And so we're, by the way, always looking for more partners. So if anyone listening knows any students, um, any low-income students or any organizations or ways for us to reach more low-income students, we're entirely free. And so we would love uh, your help in getting the word out. Um, but that takes a bunch of my time doing calls with partners, securing new partnerships. And then one of the other things I'll call out is we actually, um, even though we're a nonprofit, we are a lot like a for-profit. And we even have our own earned revenue stream. So um, we partner with companies to actually recruit volunteers. And they also pay us because of the fact that our virtual volunteer opportunity is, is so flexible and really meets the needs of their employees. And so, um, so that's another thing that I spend a lot of time on. And as you kind of build this out, what would you say, you know, and when you look out in 5, 10, 15 years, what would you say the big picture is here? I guess in other words, what's the big vision of where you're rowing and what's this going to look like, you know, in a decade or two? Absolutely. I am so glad you asked. So the vision is the, the goal is really to democratize access to academic support. Um, what that means to me is I think in, in 10 years, I want it to be the case that any low-income student who needs tutoring is able to get it instantly and knows where to get it. And that, that place is up cheap. So um, right now, for the most part, only, only higher income students are able to access tutoring and admissions and get, get you know, access to private admissions consultants. And, and, and I don't think that's fair. Um, so, you know, I'd like to live in a world where it feels like all students, regardless of their family's income, regardless of their skin color, regardless of their zip code, all of these factors that right now have a huge influence on the quality of education that students receive in the United States. Um, I'd like it if that wasn't the case, right? And I think that um, one way to think about what we're trying to do is, is actually like building a Khan Academy, but for live one-on-one um, -on -one support. And so that's the scale that we're trying to reach. And then if, you know, you mentioned earlier that uh, you know, you're not, you're looking for, you know, you're always looking for more partners and help. And so, you know, I'm, I'll give you the opportunity, you know, if, if in order to make that happen, what you just said, is you're going to need some help, right? You know, it takes a village to make, you know, a company and nonprofit grow to a large size. So my question for you is how can the forward thinking founders community help? Are you hiring? Are you, you know, raising money? Are you looking for partners? Like, like you said, you know, how else can we help? Yeah, thank you so much for asking. So um, we have a ton of, we from the very beginning actually have always had a lot of support from um, various communities. We started as a volunteer run organization and to this day we're actually still, we're open source as well. And so there are a lot of different ways for people to get involved. Um, so first of all, love to direct people to our website, upchieve.org, U-P-C-H-I-E-V-E.org. Um, and on there, you'll see that you have a ton of volunteer opportunities. You can be an academic coach, which means you're going to work directly with the students that we serve. Um, you could be a contributor to our open source board base. Um, we have tons of other opportunities. You could blog for us, et cetera. So many different ways to, to get involved. And we, we try our best to make sure that there's something for everybody so that everyone feels like they can contribute to this mission of democratizing access to academic support. 
um, we are a nonprofit. And so if you are so inclined, we do accept and really appreciate donations. While we are working to grow our revenue strategy, we are, we're not 100% of the way there yet. And so um, you can donate at upchoose.org. That's very much appreciated. Um, one quick fact about us is it actually only costs us about $10 per student um, to give them an entire year of academic support. And so we're, we're highly cost efficient um, and we, we greatly appreciate your support. And then of course, like if you're just interested in what we're doing, we are always, I'm always interested in talking to people, feel free to reach out to us. Um, and you know, you can submit contact form on our website or a general email is hello at upchief.org. So we'd love to talk to you. And then just to make sure you, we cover all the bases on how someone can find you online. What's your website one more time? Do you have social media handles or like an email address? Or I guess what, what are all the ways someone can learn more and get in touch? Right. Yeah. We're upchief on all the platforms. We do have um, all the social media accounts. Um, so that's again, upchief. It's like replacing achieve, like achieve your dreams, but with a UP at the beginning. So upchief. Um, the website is upchief.org, not .com. Um, and yeah, we, we'd love to, we'd love to be in touch. So you got, gotta love that brand consistency, you know, uh, yeah, I'm sure you're, I'm sure it's always a good feeling when you got your, got your handle on all the, all the, the platforms for sure. Um, well, I appreciate you coming on to the podcast. I, I love what you're doing. I think it's very necessary and hopefully this podcast helps. So thanks for coming on and, you know, keep, keep building it out. Thanks for coming on. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Great to meet you, Matt. And, uh, thanks to everyone for listening.